Good Monday morning. I haven't been on here in a while. I'll be honest. I've not been doing very great self-care this summer. Um, I think the last time I might have been on here, I don't know if I talked about going on the Appalachian Trail and hiking it. We went to Harper's Ferry and I sprained my damn ankle because, you know, it's been a year or two. So I was overdue for a sprain, which means I can't roller skate or really run until like beginning of August, I believe. I think it was like suggested eight weeks. You know, I'm walking on it currently, obviously. I did start a new job. I started at the end of June. I'm not loving it. It's not for me. I love all these vibrations. It's people sending me messages. You may get dings. I don't know. I'll try to leave this one short today, though, because I was basically just checking in and urging you all to take care of yourselves this summer. Getting lots of messages this morning. Popular gal. But uh, this current book I'm reading was recommended to me by a friend of mine, Becky, and her brother, Stephen. They were reading it. Um, it's called Polysecure, Attachment, Trauma, and Consensual Non-Monogamy by Jessica Fern. Polysecure, Attachment, Trauma, and Consensual Non-Monogamy by Jessica Fern. Now, it's a very interesting book all about different attachment styles. It kind of can help you figure out what your attachment style might be. I know many of us don't have great boundaries. Maybe that's because we had some dysfunctional upbringing. Maybe people constantly trespassed over our boundaries. They weren't respected growing up, whether that's at home, whether that was, you know, in any relationships you had um, and, you know, why we kind of are the way we are as adults. It's very fascinating. And as somebody who's working on my boundaries and saying no more and learning that self-care is a necessity and self-care is not selfish. This is a phrase my therapist told me. She said, selfishness is putting your wants above others' needs. That would be like, you know, me wanting to go get my hair dyed in new clothes when we have no food in the house for the children. Like, that's selfish. Selflessness, or being, you know, self, not, um, I'm sorry, I'm saying selflessness. Um, taking care of yourself is when you put your needs above others' wants. Like maybe somebody really just needs to vent to you and they're having a bad day, but they always vent to you. And maybe today you're just at a very low point. Maybe you had a fight with your partner. Maybe you're just feeling very low today and your mood's not good or you're battling depression right now and you just can't take on somebody else's drama today. You're putting your needs above their wants. They want to vent to you but you need to take care of yourself and that's okay. That's not you being selfish. That's like self-preservation and you need to do that. So I'm learning all those things this past year and a half of having like therapy continuously for the first time in my life. And I will tell you, I have instituted some boundaries in my personal life. And something I talked to my therapist about was I'm very good at boundaries at work. Very good at them. This new job I started, there were some things that I just didn't feel comfortable doing. And, you know, believe me, I was being pushed to do them. It's a new job. It pays well, which means, you know, that's great. But things that I'm just like, I don't think this is right. And I would worry about my license and I'm not going to do it. And I said no. And other people had to do that on their license. I refused to. And it's kind of a job where I don't feel like I'll have very long because it's not something that I feel safe staying in. But I had the experience. I got paid well for a few weeks and I'll be looking for something else. In the meantime, I'll keep it PRN because when I'm there, I know just to say, no, I'm not doing certain things. And they're learning that fast about me. I won't be pushed to do something 
you know, it's kind of weird that people would try that, but I get it. Everybody will try to push past your boundaries until you say no. So I did start doing that in some personal relationships. And one of the things I told my therapist was, you know, what I worry about is I put these boundaries up that people won't come around anymore. And she said, well, do you really want people around you that were overstepping your boundaries? They, you know, were able to use you for what they needed without giving anything into you. Do you want that? And of course we don't want that, but I'm telling you, if you all watched Encanto and you love that surface pressure song where she makes that comment, like, who am I if I can't be of service to others? Like, I feel that in my bones. That's why I have the career I have. That's how I feel in most of my relationship, like relationships that I have, you know, if I'm of service, do you need me to vent to? Do you need me to do something for you? Like, I don't know how to just exist in it and people like me because I'm funny or we do fun things together. So trying to navigate that in my adult life, it's weird. And I did set some boundaries probably about a month ago. And I've had some radio silence since setting those boundaries, which kind of, I did tell my therapist, after I said, no, I'm not doing this, I haven't heard from him. So it was very telling. And those are some of those relationships I've had for most of my lifetime that I sang no to, and then I'm not hearing anything back from them. Some of them are family. It's just been very eye-opening, but I've also, I guess I've kind of been hibernating, but I've also been like, oh, I don't have the drama. I don't have the stress in my body anymore of always anticipating other people's needs above my own. Like, it's been kind of like, wow, I just get to exist. So it's been really um, an interesting time for me. But going through this book was something I wanted to mention to you all today to read because I think it would benefit you. And I'm very big on like reading when not all of us can get therapy, whether our copay is too damn high with whatever insurance we have, whether we don't have insurance right now, we can't see them. There's a lot of reasons why we can't get our therapy. When I wasn't getting therapy, I did. I read the self-help books. I mean... Some people call that corny, but I'm always wanting to learn and grow and figure out how I can be better. And we should want to be better just because we want to be better, be a lifetime learner, you know? Sometimes I kind of go back to I want to be better for my kids so they're not getting to be adults and, you know, I've overstepped their boundaries and I did things wrong as a parent so they don't know how to have healthy relationships. Like, I want to be better for them. So just some things to think about today read that book when I, I know there's another one, I think it's called the body keeps the score, but I don't have the author. I, I have it like in my Libby, but like, I think there's months that I've been waiting for that. So whenever it drops and I read that, I'll definitely let you know. Um, and hopefully I'll have this book finished by next week. And we'll talk more about polysecure attachment trauma and consensual non-monogamy by Jessica Fern. So check that book out. And you know, you don't have to be in non-monogamous relationships to read it. I've been with my husband for like 22 years. I'm reading it because it's a lot of interesting things about what type of attachment style you have. And like I said, it's very eye-opening. So I hope you're all staying well mentally this summer. I know with the Roe v. Wade overturning a lot of women, a lot of people that are able to get pregnant are very scared, especially depending on their geographical location dictating, you know, what health care they can receive. I know that's wild for us. I couldn't imagine being like, well, you have access to insulin if you live in California, but if you live in Ohio, you're going to have to drive to New York to get insulin for your diabetes because we think the states get to dictate what healthcare you get. And we don't think type 2 diabetics need insulin in Ohio. Like, whatever, you know, like, I would imagine everybody would be riding in the street if that were the case, but because it just affects half the population... And unfortunately, the half that it affects, some of them are so brainwashed into thinking I don't deserve health care depending on what state I live in. 
I should just be able to travel if I need to do that type of health care. This is where we're at. So I get that a lot of younger people are very scared, especially knowing history repeats itself. We're going to see a lot of women dying and hopefully not too many before they fix the situation and get health care back in all states for women. So uh, just kind of take care of your mental health this summer. A lot of us have been struggling and I just want you to read some books and learn how to set better boundaries with people, especially if people are cheering for something that you feel you've lost. Those aren't people you want around you. So just kind of going forward, surround yourself with people who are supportive of you and take care of yourself mentally and physically. I think that we are trained to just put ourselves last. Everybody else comes before us. And I'm telling you, no, you matter and you should be first. Take care of yourself. You are all you got.